engineer and a lawyer raised up in the dirty south we gonna spit that real and tell you what this world about we rode up by you classic mardi gras mobile now we nine to five us raising kids and paying bills we're just two dope dads in a minivan. Freak Nick in Magic City, more bust than ashtrays. Not an assets who chase a four or one case. Grew up on different strokes, too short and candy girl. Now we got wives running us in the world. We're just two dope dads in a minivan. We're just two dope dads in a minivan. I said we'd like to welcome everyone to the inaugural, the first broadcast of the two dope dads in a minivan contest. Yes, yes, I mean, yes, not, yes. Not contest, podcast, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good, it's all good. It's all day, brother. Long day. <laughs> For both of us. And definitely, and you know, with our landscape, with uh, busy uh, wives and kids and everything. So we always challenge from, from uh, sleep. <laughs> Man, challenge from sleep, concentration, challenge for money. Uh, Everything. Uh, yeah, exactly. it's, uh, it's an expensive proposition, man. <laughs> raise kids in this in this new millennium. Right, right, right. I agree. So for the audience, you have your host D Marshall, and you have the attorney Chuck James, coming from uh, Montgomery, Alabama. And I'm coming from Washington D.C., but we both from the port city of, of Alabama. Mobile represent, Alabama. right? Seventy babies. Seventy um, babies. Had to got look got the got the uh, the, the baby pictures with the Afro to prove. Yeah, so what are we gonna bring? What, what are we gonna bring the uh, our fans? Man, you know what, D? I think that uh, if you look at the title of our podcast, you know, two dope dads in a minivan, uh, that should kind of tell you a little bit about who we are and the era that we're from. Of course, we we took that from the the Outcast Stankonia song, two dope boys in a Cadillac. And, the great uh, outcast. The great outcast. Southern raw, Southern hip hop royalty. When that album came out, well, we were, I know we were still in college, but um, uh, I think like ninety seven, ninety eight, because that was uh at the at the ATLs. Yeah. Well, actually, I think it was on. That, actually, you know what? I think that was on ATLs. ATLs, man. That that bro, that that revolutionized uh, the game, man. I mean, that was that was definitely a game changer. That's true. Uh, uh, organized noise and uh, uh, Dre and Big Boy and uh, man, that just that whole era of not just hip hop but particularly Southern hip hop. And I know that you know we're both heavily influenced by Southern rap, uh, Southern rap culture. Uh, you know everything from Ghetto Boys to UGK to Outkast to you know even if you take it down to Miami, uh, you know Two Live Crew and. JT Money, Poison Clan. So, uh, and, and, and you know, and, and of course the modern stuff, you know, the uh, the Trinas and DJ Khaled, Rick Ross. Uh, but man, we, I think what we bring to the table, man, is just a, a very, very unique perspective um, on, on the culture and, and this world based upon uh, how we were raised, where we were raised, and our respective and collective experiences throughout the years. No, that's true. That's true. And and as as you as we look at Outkast, right, and not just Outkast, but all the other Southern rappers that we grew up on, I mean, it's truly a gumbo, right? I mean, like AT Aliens, that was totally different what you got from the first album. I mean, yeah. it just gave you, you know, a whole different vibe. And it wasn't like, you know, and I hate to say this, but a lot of the New York rappers in that time era, they kind of sounded the same. 
you had like a total different vibe, look, uh, culture. I mean, for somebody from somebody from Memphis was totally different. Somebody from Atlanta, which oh, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> still the totally different. different. <laughs> hey, someone from Memphis is totally different. Somebody in Memphis, right? I mean, you had you had a whole crew, in, a whole crew in uh, Memphis that was rapping uh, a lot of groups, and you was like, oh, whoa. Man. You know, of course, everybody knows uh, Three Six Mafia, man. But of course, Eight Ball, MJG, right? Uh, uh, Kingpin, Skinny Pimp, and DJ Squeaky, and right, 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 right. Lock was Tila? Was Tila from uh, Memphis? Yeah, of course, Tila. Tila, yeah. Girls in the yeah. clubs, knowing love. But man, oh yeah, just, you know, we we were, you know, we were fortunate enough to be around all of that as it was brewing, and um and and I, I know. That like for when we first talking about doing this, man, it was like what life has thrown at us and in, in the lives that we live now. There are not a lot of people that well, we feel as if we don't have anyone that can relate to us that we can talk to, you know, because life is heavy, man. Like it it, it, it beats you down, man. Uh, raising kids, being married, uh, putting up, uh, you know stuff that we have to do in corporate America, uh, taking care of our parents, because we're at that stage now. Um, sure. man, it's a lot to put up with. And uh, man, we're doing this so that, you know, for other people like us who grew up in our era, uh, hopefully we can we can, we can can learn something new. Uh, we, we can laugh, we can reminisce. Uh, we can talk about the culture, the music, the fashion, the, the politics. Um, and, and we can also, you know, you got a shoulder to crown, you know, uh, hopefully right. our listeners and viewers will know that they got a sympathetic ear when it comes to us, man. So that's, I think that's why we're doing it, uh, at least from my perspective. So Ron, where we grew up and how we grew up and where we are now is, is very, very important. And like you say, mental health is, man, extremely important. And this right here is therapy for me. Exactly. And I hope it's therapy for some other people as well. You know, to add to it, you know, my, my piece from a fitness perspective, I hate you. I'm, I'm gonna bring it on there. You know, we're gonna talk bring about it, it but <laughs> yeah, bring it up, man. Bring it oh, up. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know we'll just talk about all the, you know, all topics that are about us, the people, you know, that we just need to, to bring it up. And, and hopefully, we, you know, in, in weeks to come, we, we get guests to come on, as well as we get comments and questions and, and topics to talk about, uh, to bring up, and especially from our perspective. You know, I, we are Generation X, right? Uh, we, we we worked hard in the in the industry. We probably look different than our parents. You know, we care, but we don't care that much. We'll move around. I'm <laughs> <laughs> probably my fifth job now. <laughs> you know, well, uh, about it though, I think it's Generation Nexus. We have that the mindset that you know we gotta. If people aren't gonna take care of us, then you have to go put yourself in a situation where someone is gonna take care of you and your right. talents and your qualities and. And whatnot, they are recognized and you're compensated appropriately for for those talents. Oh, yeah, 100%, 100%, 100%, 100%. I think that was probably one of my biggest lessons of like knowing how much I was worth, right? Because I, I grew up just, you know, go to college, get a good job. And then you get a good job and, you know, you get caught in this. Well, yeah, we paid you a lump sum of money when you first start, but then you start into your loan past that and then they try to do the tricks of let's buy you a wife so they try to trap you and then you say you know what i'm gonna be an entrepreneur now so then you gotta say so how much i'm worth what's my time my time worth and that's very very important so man so yeah, I, think both, and I think you and i both can relate in that um that was that was definitely my my story but you know it's scary um going from 
employee status into entrepreneur business owners. Yeah. We, we become slaves to that paycheck. You know, you got a house note, you got a car note, you yeah. got, uh, you know, student loans and other bills that you have to pay. And, um, and there's a certain lifestyle that you're used to living. And when you become an entrepreneur, you know, particularly in those first six to 12 months, a lot of that stuff, man, it, 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 it uh, you know, it's, it's, it's shaky or it's, it's no. not that paycheck is going to be there every two weeks. So. No, no, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. As when I went as entrepreneur, I went as a contractor, a ten ninety nine contractor. Um, you know, I had billable hours on a project, and that work, you know, ceased. And I was at home, like, okay, so what I'm gonna do now? Uh, <laughs> I was like, you know, and it kind of set in because I almost got a little depressed behind it because, you know, I, all my life I worked, I've always had a job, I've never been laid off. And, Sound like you, you shouldn't know who let the dogs out video, man. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. And that's well, and I got a podcast too, man. You're gonna have, you're gonna see life happen on air and and uh you know on video and, and over the uh the audio uh waves. <laughs> right, right. I got a four-year-old boy with two dogs, so it's I don't know what's going on on the other side over there. Uh I can only imagine. <laughs> I think it's going to be a great platform, Chuck. So, uh, yeah. I mean, one thing I hope we can get out of this is like when that first album dropped, I know I'm going back to hip hop, but when that first, that first album of Nas dropped, where were you and what was you feeling? You know, uh, oh, wow. matter. man, I, I'll be honest with you, D. I was so, I was so not ready for Nas. There's a couple of albums like that. Uh, even Eric B and Rakim, that first Eric B and Rakim, Right. I wasn't ready for that. Like I was like, and and then um, the first Public Enemy album, not oh, not a taste of uh, nation of millions, but Yo Bum Russell Show, man, yeah, I never sure. heard anything like that from a sonic standpoint. And it, I was, it, it took me several times to appreciate the greatness of it. Um, oh, really, really, really. Uh, it That's true. Oh. That's true. That's true. It took me a while to get Public Enemy for some reason. It took me a while to get into it because it was right. It was so. Uh, different yeah man uh, i mean it was just like sound effects and beats and the the the, the cadences were were so just off the off the the mark in terms of what we were used to with this you know with, with, with hip-hop up to that point man but uh, bro you, you 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 put me on game with uh and, and musically we, we've always we've been on the same page but you put me on game on nas and uh made me listen to it again uh I think we That's both true. can agree. I think we both around the same time when when that Wu Tang came out. I think everybody, I came. I had come to Tuskegee for for spring break. I think, and everybody was on was on that Wu Tang man. Oh, that Wu was strong. I, you know, I listened to that that tape at the time. I listened to that tape for a long. I mean, like over and over and over. I was gonna put it on loop. I was like, okay, this is totally different. I had heard of hip hop because they was man. coming right out the tail of like NWA type of stuff, right? Yeah. Man, and that that album, man, like that Wu Tang Clan. I still ask my kids, I'm like, yo, yo, Aiden, where my killer tape at, yo? <laughs> and just hits <laughs> from it are still time. They're so timeless. Like I still, and, and she's looking at me like, what is this old man talking about? I know, right, 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 right. She don't know that skit. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's true. That's true. <laughs> man, look, I, I think too, man. Another thing that our listeners should look forward to with this show, man. I, we are our, our our Gen Xers. I guess a, a seventy baby. We were born. I was born in seventy four, 
you know, and and kind of was born into that Superfly era. And Superfly era had just preceded, you know, the Vietnam War era. So right. our parents were were kind of, you know, the, the protests. And, uh, you know, I, I, I know my parents went to Southern University and they were, you know, involved with the movement. And, uh, but we went from the Superfly movement, we saw the P-Funk era, we saw it grow into disco. Then we saw Sugar Hill Gang, early days of hip hop, hip hop, hip hip hop, all that stuff. And uh, that grew and in, rolled into the crack era. And then you had the, the you know, gangster rap, gangster rap, rap versus conscious rap. Because I used to love BDP and KRS. And, oh, yeah. Time, oh, yeah. Jungle, Jungle, Jungle Brothers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Native Tom, De La, Tri Car Quest. And, uh-huh. and then you go into the, to the flossy rap. You know, Puffy and the Track Masters, and like every song from that era was was Track Masters. But, oh, um, I, know. I know that that early two thousand was late nineties. Oh yeah, yeah, hey, that was strong. Into, then you go into kind of the, the East Coast West Coast, and while East Coast West Coast is beefing, that's when the South came up. Uh, Master P, No Limit Twos, man. We used to be at uh, I, I was at uh, University of Alabama at that point. You know, we'd be at Oz Record Store every Tuesday for the new low, No Limit. Might be, uh, you know, might be Mac, yeah. it might be Mr. Servone, might be Mia X, Silk the Shocker, True. Uh, man, that was, that was just, it was a great time to be alive and, and we got to, to see it all, man. We did Freak Nick uh, back, back when it was fun, you know. Daytona. And, yeah, Daytona. Man, back when we'd go out and have fun, man. And uh, just, just, just good time. Bayou Classic, man. Lord Bayou man. Classic, yeah. Oh, man. But just, uh, and, and, right, uh, Magic City Classic. Yeah. Hey, Turkey Day Classic. You, you always had to play them, but. <laughs> no, I know, I know. The Turkey Day Classic, I, I agree. You know, I had the, I, I had the enjoyment of going back to the last Turkey Day they had, Memorial Day weekend. And, uh, and I was like, okay, so this is what Turkey Day was like. I mean, I don't know why they took that away from Montgomery, the community, because now you can just see it on the face. I mean, like the, the grandparents, the parents, everyone is like, you know, this is what we did every year. This Turkey right. Day is what is this is what Montgomery, you know, I'm not saying it was Montgomery right. Bowls, but that was a major event. So right. yeah, so I, I hate that. But you brought you brought up Silk the Shocker. Is that the only rapper I know that can that, that raps offbeat? Or do we have someone else? <laughs> Well, the problem is other people rapping off beat. Like, what's my boy, uh, Jay Dilla? Uh, you know, sure. But I think Jay Dilla intentionally rapped off beat. He did intentionally rap off beat. He did. He did. It was our form. Now, if you hear our, 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 our intro song, I, I might be the other unintentionally off beat MC. So, uh, <laughs> but now it was fun putting that together, and and, and it, you know, I did the theme song so that people could kind of know a little bit about who we are and and what the show is about and the things we, you know, uh, what we have in common, and uh, you know, we used to have all this fun, you know, Magic City, uh, going to Magic City, and uh, uh, Freak Nick, and and and, uh, and and now we raising kids, man. But uh, right. dude, it's, it's it's real in these streets, bro. Hard. Young kids too, young kids. So it's a little different. Uh, yeah, yeah. A lot of our friends have grown kids, but uh, yeah, we have young kids. So uh, my yeah, patience is a little worn down. Twelve year old daughter. <laughs> oh, that's true. Like, how do you? That's true. You know. Uh, you, I, you know, I think my son just came out of the womb, just knowing how to work a phone. I mean, he know how to push yeah. buttons, this button push, and like, okay, yeah, my show's on now. Yeah. 
pretty much. Uh, Daddy, can you access my show through the app on your phone and cast right. up to the screen? Uh, I, I, no, I, want, I don't want that TV. I want, I want big TV. Exactly. Exactly. But, uh, man, and I tell you too, man, bro, some things that we had, and, and, and look, this is a this is a national audience. You're in D.C., I'm in Montgomery, and we got friends all over the world. Man, what's, what are some things about Mobile that uh, if you grew up in a port city, uh, who, who are some of the, the listeners and viewers that, that we're trying to bond with or, or reach out to there, man? What type of experiences? Ah, well, we got the boom boom coming up, Mardi Gras. That's one thing. I mean, that's, 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 that's here. Immobile is here. But, yeah, you know, tattoos will be here shortly. Uh, no, no offense, New Orleans. Uh, <laughs> no offense, New Orleans. No offense, New Orleans. You hadn't. It's it's different between going to a a, a, a doggone grateful. New Orleans is a grateful dead concert. Mobile True. is like going to a Frankie Beverly Mays concert. All right, right. <laughs> you know, it's from, from good analogy. So good analogy, but uh. Friday night, Friday night lights. You know, I, you know, I know a lot of people don't want to talk about our football, but I think we have like probably one of the best football football cultures in the world. To be honest with you, in especially in the United States. Uh, oh yeah, man, Mobile has like superstars, not just football, basketball, track. I mean, uh, we just have athletes in Mobile, uh, and I think a lot of the um, a lot of the universities and schools and, and just you know just sports in general is starting to notice that. I mean, look, I mean, we have how many guys that was in a, a NFC championship and AFC championship? I mean, we, I mean, yeah. we got Mobile got and, a lot of, you know. And as we've gotten older and, and kind of moved away from Mobile, you know, it's, we used to know everyone. It was like our peers and guys that we played with or against. But, you know, it's so, some of these young kids coming out of McGill and, you know, faith academies of the world that we don't, you know, we might have know, we might know their parents. But we don't know them, so it's a lot of these people that that we don't even that are playing for Mobile that we don't even know because they're just, exactly. back then you know you usually went to an in-state school, but you know it's kids from Mobile you know that are playing at you know Ohio State or Clemson you know that exactly. we just don't you know we don't really track because they're not playing at Alabama Auburn or an SEC school or um, right. even a, a local HBCU like Alabama State A and M or Tuskegee. So exactly, um, exactly. But, bro, exactly. like, as far as our athlete culture, man, you know, you can take it back as far as, you know, we're going to go back to to the great uh, greatest pitcher of all time, baseball, Satchel Page from Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Down in the Bay. What's up? What's up, Dylan? What's up, Dylan? How you doing, man? Yes, sir. Daz Dillinger. <laughs> all right. Let's go look over there. Well, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We have we have legends, man. We have we have we, we totally have legends in Mobile. Yeah. They come out of Mobile. And I think we're getting represented. But, but during our time, there wasn't a lot of talk about it. I mean, you know, every now and then, you know, you get the Cleon Jones and, like I say, Satchel Page and, and uh, Hank Aaron. Um, Tommy. You know, right, right. But then think about all the football players we had. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, man, we, look, man, we, we going to, look, we, 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 let's, let's, that's a, that's a whole nother topic. Um, that's, a, that's, a, that's a show. That's a show. Yeah, that's, 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 that's several shows. <laughs> Uh, I mean, and, and just depending on what era you're talking about. So if you know anything about what Shellwood Shockers, uh, and, and I don't know Bishop State, but I'm talking about that of the floor. Man, BC Rain, BC Rain and Williamson were kind of like, well, I was talking to George Reese. I was talking to G. Reese. I was like, I never knew that 
Jefferson Davis out of Montgomery was so good because it seemed like Robert E. Lee would always put them out every year of the playoffs. And so I only knew about Robert E. Lee. But I didn't realize oh, that those JD teams. In basketball or just football? Football. Oh, yeah. It was, they were very good. That's what used to always bother us every year. Was well, JD. I know Central Tuscaloosa used to, uh, they used to have that box team. Mm -hmm. And uh, and they would give Viga fits. But, uh, but, but I was saying the analogy I was trying to use was just that um, – uh, you know, we everybody knows about the floor basketball in Mobile, but BC Rain um, and, and Williamson used to put out hoopers too. But they never, you know, okay, the floor was always the big dog, so you know, they would always put people out, or they would always win, right. um, win right. a division or whatnot, win the conference or the area, and, and wind up going to the playoffs. But uh, you know, they quite stuff. Blunt, Blunt had some nice teams. Yeah. Nah, man, Blunt, Blunt's been good and everything. Blunt, we, you know, I know, I know a lot of people talk about Viger um, and Murphy when it comes to football, but uh -huh. Blunt, you know, the 6A schools probably, Viger probably did because y'all always played them, but, you know, the other 6A schools didn't really give Blunt the, the credit they deserved because we really didn't play them or they were 5A. So right. you know, they were a smaller division. But, man, Blunt, you know, every, everything from uh, Sherman, you know, Sherman Williams and, uh, DeAndre, uh, was it uh, DeAndre Green, wide receiver, played at Auburn. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, but they 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 had some they had some talent, man. And uh, but we're gonna talk chop it up about that. Uh, what you remember about uh, uh, Mad in the Morning Time, man? That was GOK. Mad in the Morning Time, yes, yes, That's how yes. We got our hip hop, man. First time we got it early in the morning. Get yeah, about before, it. before BET, before BET came on stage. Well, they yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we didn't get cable down the bay till I was about in sixth grade. So, <laughs> but, uh, no, which yeah, man in the morning time. That was yeah, you're right. Uh, that, was, that, that man was an institution and an icon. Uh, and then of course, yeah. BLX, um, you know, uh, Gray, man, Street. Gray Street, Mel to Mac. Right. Uh, uh, Gray Street was Gregory KP back then, but oh yeah, uh, uh, Skip Cheatham, Skip my man Cheatham. Uh, Friday night tapes. Yeah, you had recorded for the tapes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, man, it, it was a great time growing up. Man, Texas Street Rick, uh, Park Ball. You know, man, skating, uh, skating. Yeah, yeah, oh, man. Uh, going to the mall, uh, Bella Mall. Man, it, it was dollar movies, Dolphin Street. Like we, God, like we talked the other night, uh, showbiz. <laughs> Show me yeah, some good. Show me some good pieces. Now, oh yeah, yeah. the piece of that though, piece of that, and uh, Godfather's. Woo. Yeah. That well, man, I got to look. D, you can think I got to run. Today is my wife's birthday, and I have to. I Happy to birthday, my queen. Yeah. Happy birthday, my baby, Judge James. Uh, but I gotta, I gotta get home to her, man, before I get in trouble. So, uh, I'm a right. Here, but uh, we're gonna. We're going to have, uh, this is episode one, and uh, hope everyone enjoys the show. Uh, please spread the word to your friends and co-workers, fraternity brothers, sorority sisters, you know, uh, two dope dads in the minivan. You know, it's the podcast for us, by us. So, all about the culture. All right? All right, all right guys. So, uh, God bless. Enjoy the, God enjoy the uh, theme song. All uh, right, Kevin. MC MC Big Ice and uh, the Mary James girls. This is my daughter's on the. On the uh... <laughs>
doing the uh the chorus on the show on the uh song. So all right, guys, tune in, be all right. be awesome. All right. An engineer and a lawyer raised up in the dirty south. We gonna spit that real and tell you what this world about. We rode up by you classic Mardi Gras mobile. Now we nine to five was raising kids and paying bills. We're just two dope guys in a minivan. We're just two dope guys in a minivan. Freak Nick in Magic City, more bust than ashtrays. Not an asset who chase a 401ks. Grew up on different strokes, too short and candy girl. Now we got wives running us in the world. We're just two dope guys in a minivan. We're just two dope guys in a minivan.